who, what, where, and when, and how. This move is a little different. Uh, This move is a little different because you're adults now. And I remember as a kid, we always seem to have that sense of change coming, whether it's mom talking about curtains for windows we didn't have, um, or dad thinking about uh, moving trucks when we didn't have anything to move. And I remember two, but it was enough. And uh, this one's a little different because... What has been stable for the last 15 years is now going to seem a bit unstable and uncertain. Your kids are going to have questions. You had questions as a kid. Now your kids are going to have questions, and you're going to have to find some answers. Uh, Where are Grandma and Grandpa going to church now? Are they going to church now? (laughs) You may have questions of where will we meet up as a family if they sell their house? What will our holidays be like? Um, Will it be weird as adults visiting Ferndale? The relationship to whomever they select as their next pastor is going to feel a little awkward as they now occupy your dad's office. The upside to all of that awkwardness is is that your dad is now a pastor to pastors. Saying, I'm Dave's kid, will have new meaning in our BNN churches. Both good and bad, depending on... His last visit. (laughs) The great thing is, is that we're going to love you because we love them. And um, I want to encourage you to pray for your mom and dad. They have a great ministry ahead of them. And I know God is going to do great things. To Sue, you are Dave's most important confidant and friend. Um, Hold him accountable to the man he needs to be. Find the balance between keeping him grounded and lifting him up. Allow him to vent about what is getting him, but then direct him back to God. You will also have the joy and the privilege of becoming a pastor's pastor's wife's good friend. And that's a unique, uh, special privilege. You've been seasoned for this time. You're ready for it. You know the struggles of being a mom having to help provide an income, be the go-to person at church with all the answers, always having your home ready for guests, all while smiling through a heartache that no one else knows about or understands. So you have a unique and special privilege. So make sure that you're ministered to as well. It's okay to say no if it doesn't fit into your schedule. And also find some people who will invest in you and encourage you along the way. So to Dave. I want to read some verses that I know you know very well. This is the best charge that any man could give to another man. 2 Timothy 4, beginning verse 1. I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with great patience and instruction. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires. They will also turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. But you, be sober in all things, Endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, 
fulfill your ministry. A couple of areas I just want to encourage you in today. First of all, stay committed to the word. How do we do this? Well, first of all, by directing others there first. I know in your training as a biblical counselor and in your ministry, you understand the importance of God's word. So I want to challenge you to use your biblical counseling skills to evaluate, to assess, and to correct others. Don't be afraid to admonish straying believers. Too often, we don't, um, we don't because we, we see our own faults and flaws in them, and we make excuses for it. Also, make sure that you, yourself, are in the word, so that you can direct others there. Be like Philip. When Philip introduced Jesus to Nathaniel, and he said, we have found him. If you haven't found him first, you can't introduce others to him. Stay committed to God's word, not only by directing others there first, but also by evaluating your plans by it. Sometimes it's hard to differentiate our plans and dreams from God's will. Pray hard and search the scriptures. Everything for life and godliness can be found in this book, and I know you know that. So use it. Stay committed to God's word, but also keep seeking out the purposes and plans for God. He's building his kingdom, not yours. To quote a great philosopher, with great power comes great responsibility. Those entrusted with leadership sometimes let it go to their head. We, the Council of Fifteen, are looking for you to lead us. The Baptist Network Northwest is looking for you to lead us. We want you to lead us, not to your kingdom, but to Jesus' kingdom. The evil one is good at sidetracks. Where God is at work, so is the evil one. When I was a kid, one of my dad's uh, pastoral assignments was the First Baptist Church of Ferndale or Fernwood, New York, which is funny because there were maybe 50 people, so there wasn't a second Baptist, but anyways. <laughs> well, beside the parsonage was um, our favorite woods. We played there. We built forts, and it was filled with blackberries. And on the other side of that little woods was a railroad track, and we would, we would go and put pennies on the track, and we would wave at the engineers, and it was a great time. We, we loved to play there, and it was a safe place for us. Until one day, a train jumped the tracks and went right through our play area. And it's a good reminder that that sidetrack that was there that was switched accidentally became something very deadly. And the evil one is good at using those sidetracks to get us off track, to get us focused on things that we shouldn't be. So stay true to God's word, keeping his kingdom first. One of the other things I want to encourage you to do is laugh often. I've got lots of... um, of tapes from conferences over the last years. And I always tell when Dave is there because there is a laugh, usually at an illustration or something. And, and uh, it makes me laugh listening to someone else's message and hearing you laugh. The demands of the job that we have asked you to do can be depressing. As you've figured out by now, there is more to do than you personally can do. Most of the time... When you get a call, it's not because things are going swimmingly. Dealing with the fallen nature of men and the repercussions of sin is hard. 
you are going to be expected to be the jack of all trades. To know how to plant churches, to fix churches, to uh, settle issues, and, and do it all with a smile. In many of the situations that you're going to show up to, though, you are going to show up with absolutely no authority. Your counsel is going to be ignored. People are going to do what they want to do. And people will want you to fix in a weekend what has been a problem for decades. That can get discouraging and depressing. So, choose to look for ways that God is working. Purpose to balance the negative with a high view of what God is doing. Don't fill your life with what isn't going well, but invest in what is going well. Jesus said he will build his church. The evil one will do everything in his purpose to destroy it. So I want to encourage you to stay true. We're on your side. We're with you. We are here to encourage you. Leading leaders is not easy but I believe God has equipped you to do so. Lord bless you.